I learned to drive my now husband, then boyfriend's 1973 Super Beetle. Super Beetle. Um, so that was how I learned to drive stick shift. That is Jennifer Flores, a California expatriate living in Oregon. And we are Miracle and Ryan, a couple of waywards from the Midwest. And you're listening to So You Own a VW Bus. What makes this interview interesting is that when we sat down with Jennifer, her husband, John, initially elected to sit out the interview. So we're sitting at their dining room table, and John is listening in from across the room while Jennifer tells us some of their stories. Um, did he teach you to drive stick? Yes. Was he a good teacher? Well, I drive stick and I have my own VWs now, so I guess You so. made it, you lived. I did. Well, the best part was before I knew how to drive stick, and he will die at this story... Before I knew how, he, you know, we're in high school and he's trying to be fancy and take me on a date. So we went to the Velvet Turtle, which is going to date me. And um, the car wouldn't start, of course, because it's a VW. So it wouldn't start. And he was like, Jen, can you pop the clutch? And I was like, nope, but I can push the car. He was like, but you're in heels and a dress. And I was like, I don't care. I'm not popping the clutch. So he got in and... I pushed and he popped the clutch and to this day he dies. Like I'm sure he's sitting over in there in the corner just like, oh my God. Their love story has had VWs all the way through it. And then we honeymooned in our 71 Westphalia. We drove up California and into um, Nevada to Lake Tahoe and yeah. I don't know. I don't know if we're weird. I always think we're weird. Um, we took friends with us on our honeymoon. We were just like, come on, let's go camping. We just loved, we loved camping and we loved the bus. And we actually, by that point, because John's a little slow and we were together for seven years before we got married. Um, <laughs> you're not going to be here. I'm going to throw you under the bus. Yeah. Um, so we were together for seven years before we got married and we actually had a, um, a baby. Like he was, he was, Three the day we got married and four three days after we got married. So he went on our honeymoon with us too. So we just went on like this camping trip. That's what it was. And I mean, part of it was, yeah, we had a four-year-old. So we could not afford to go to Hawaii or the Caribbean or any of those places. We were also uh, 23 and 24, something like that, when we got married. Um, so I guess part of it was financial, but... Mostly we just like to go camping. And so we were like, this will be cool. Come on, let's go. We have time off. So we drove and we drove through Kern and the Redwoods and Yosemite and um, up through Carson City, Nevada. And over, like, I don't remember all the, like, I don't remember the route we took. But I know we went through those particular places and, um, and then over to Lake Tahoe. So many of the successful long marriages we've encountered on our travels have had a VW as the starting point. Is there something about having a VW that, in in your opinion, that makes relationships stronger in some way? Well, yeah, because you're constantly working on them together. You know, like I, after we got married, um, it's and this is the ring I got married with. But at some point, we had needed to drop an engine on something we had at the time. I couldn't tell you what it was, but 
we were doing something and I was helping him and we lifted it and we put it down and somehow my finger got stuck under it and my ring got squished and the diamond popped out. It's still the same diamond. The diamond didn't get lost, but it popped out. And I was like, okay, we need to take it back to the jeweler and whatever. And they fixed it for me. But I was like, well, how many people can say that they squished their wedding ring with a VW engine? And, you know, I don't know. It was just funny. That was really shortly after we got married. Um, but yeah, I mean, we just, we do all those things together. I have a picture of us, like our hands, our left hands that like over so that his wedding ring shows and my wedding ring shows and our hands are just covered in grease because we're at like the pick apart, finding something for some VW we had at the time. I don't know. At this point, Jennifer has shared quite a bit about John and he decided to join us at the table. I was just going to say, okay, fine. If you guys have questions, I'll participate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I was just, this was Jen's thing initially, and I really mm-hmm. kind of only half knew what was going on. So I was like, oh, okay, well, cool. I'll watch, you know, hang around or whatever. So, but you guys are cool, and Jolene's really an amazing dog. Finally so. chilled out. Yeah. Jolene is super cool. I mean, she's the coolest. Indeed. You know, no matter how hard I try to edit Jolene out, the jingle of her tags and her panting just uh, seems to find its way into the podcast. Since John taught Jennifer Stick in the Super Beetle, we had to know where his VW obsession began. I fell upon Volkswagens by, I guess I won't say accident, but my uncle helped me with my first car and it just happened to be a 73 Super Beetle. So I had to learn Stick, had to learn... Yeah, I didn't know anything about Volkswagens at the time. Um, and <laughs> as anyone who's new can tell you, you, you're like, gosh, where's the battery in this thing? You, you have no idea it's in the, under the back seat. So um, just from the start, uh, I was really fascinated by them. Most everybody involved in Volkswagens is super cool. And so I really loved helping them out, you know, um, learning about them, learning the history of them. We had some friends that were a little uh, reticent about us having a Volkswagen because they came from a Jewish mm. family. Yeah. And so they equated it with, you know, Nazism. And, you know, actually then you learn about it and the Volkswagens were mass produced after the war. You know, they took the idea, they helped Germany back. Uh, I think England actually took over the production of it. And so it was just fascinating to learn and, and it's, kind of like the anti-Nazi car, you know, at least. Even though it started out as the people's car. Yeah, you know, it became a hippie car, people's car, symbolic of that stuff. And and so I thought it was great. And And I'm sort of contrary, so I always just think, you know, because we're brown, I'm always like, man, Hitler would be pissed, so pissed, to know that I'm driving the people's car. So I'm I'm kind of petty like that, and I'm like, yeah. These days, Jennifer and John have a new ride. Yeah. Are you guys currently camping in the bus van now? Uh, yeah. When we can, when we can find a spot, it's really difficult in Oregon. Um, but yeah, when we can find a spot, we love to go camping. Um, we go up to Detroit Lake. We go to the coast. Um, yeah. So this bus that you're driving now, mm-hmm. uh, can you tell us a little bit about it and what's different about this bus? Oh, it's a little shameful. It's water cooled. Sorry, friends. Um, <laughs> But, you know, it's a 1983 uh, Vanagon Westphalia. Mm-hmm. And so this this is the first water-cooled VW we've ever owned. 
Um, so that's different. Um, we haven't worked on it at all. That's different. Um, I don't even know much about the engine on this one, but I knew about the air-cooled ones. Yeah, and so, like Jen said, it's, it's definitely the newest VW we've ever owned. Um, but we, uh, we wanted to get something. We wanted to kind of get back into things. We were definitely interested in a camper so that we could take it camping. And we happened to uh, luck out. Um, a gentleman's father had purchased it uh, originally in 1983 in Germany. So this, this gentleman purchased it. He ordered it. He ordered it, um, flew the family to Germany. He was a dentist. And uh, they camped around Germany for a few weeks, months. it sounded like, right? A few months, maybe? Two mm -hmm. or three months? And then had it shipped home. And then it's lived up and down the coast here. It lived in Alaska for a while. It lived here in Oregon. It was shipped to Portland from, from Germany. And then his father had it most recently in Hawaii. And then his father passed. So the gentleman we got it from, the son, had to deal with the estate. And uh, he put it up for sale reluctantly, but... It wasn't something that he could really use with his family. So when we bought it, it still had Hawaii plates on it, even though it had been brought back to Oregon. And all uh, the original paperwork. All original. We have the paperwork. The it had it had just about 100,000 original miles on, I think 106. And it's in really nice shape. And we've only driven it, you know, we've only had it a couple of years now since we've gotten back into it. So, three and a half. Uh, three and a half? A year and a half. A year and a half. Okay. So... Um, yeah, kind of a good one to get back into because we'd been out of it so long that if I had or if we had purchased something that needed a lot of work, uh, you know, might have been tough. Like if we had gotten that convertible that was at the car lot here, we probably would have been like, oh, my God, what were we thinking? Yeah, I might have thought, gosh, this is why we stopped with Volkswagens. But uh, but then no. we would have been like, yeah, fine. we would have gotten over the hump, you know, gotten gotten the wrenches out. But but this one's in really good shape. So mm -hmm. we just have had the pleasure of just enjoying it. Even for our knock on some wood. Yep. Will you continue to own the Volkswagen now, like in perpetuity? Do you think now that you're back into it? Do you think you get too old for them ever? Like, cause... I can't imagine getting too old for it. Um, you know, our kids are getting older. We have a 31 year old, a 26 year old, and an almost 21 year old. And who knows, one day, maybe, because God only knows if they'll ever be able to afford a house. Maybe we'll just give them these houses, you know, this house, and we'll be like, bye, guys, we're going off on the bus like you two are doing. And, you know, we're just going to live our best life. It's definitely different, though, as you get older. Um, I think about trying to climb up into our bed. Oh, no, yeah. no, that's for storage. Yeah, We don't have <laughs> little kids anymore. <laughs> we pop the top and put all the crap up there. We don't climb up there. Right. Well, I yeah. don't climb well, and up there. And there. there are things like that as you get older. Some things are less comfortable. Um, it's it's a little, probably going to be a little more frustrating if and when things break down. And If and when things break down. Has spoken like someone who has owned a few Volkswagens in their day. Thank you, Jennifer, for sitting down with us. And thank you, John, for jumping in. We had a lovely time visiting with the both of you. Special thanks to our sponsors, the Yamachowski Foundation and Go Westy, for their continued support. Until next time, everyone. 